Hi, my name is Mallory, and today I'm going to talk about a paper that was recently published in Nature Methods. The title of the paper is Simultaneous Multiplexed Amplicon Sequencing and Transcriptome Profiling in Single Cells. This paper is by Sakya et al. and was published in 2019. So this is a methods paper, which means that what we're doing is comparing an existing method with a method that was developed in this paper. Like I said in the title, um, the goal of the method they use is to sequence and profile um, both genomes and transcriptomes um, that drive from single cell infections. So here we're talking about um, an infection of an RNA virus called a rheovirus um, in human cells. And what we are using is a platform called DropSeq. The name isn't really important other than it's telling you something in the title. It's telling you that the single cells that are being infected are encapsulated or isolated in microfluidic drops. And the important thing to know about microfluidic drops is that they are little drops of water that are surrounded by oil. And you can isolate a single cell in a single drop. And what that does is it splits up a really big population into a bunch of really tiny populations. And that gives you a more clear image or a higher resolution image of what's going on in the population. So the method I just mentioned called DropSeq, um, its purpose is to take these single cells that are encapsulated or isolated into drops and merge those cells with a bead. And this bead is ultimately going to help us get genetic sequence from the cell and from the virus that is infecting that cell. So because this is a methods paper, it's important to know what's going on with these beads. The beads in the DropSeq method carry little tiny pieces of nucleic acids that have specific functions. So the tiny pieces on the beads um, target a specific DNA sequence in your sample, allow that sample or allow that sequence to be amplified and tag that sequence with a unique barcode. And this is really the most important part of the method. So using an analogy to what this um, nucleic acid barcode does, we can think of a barcode that identifies products in a grocery store. So if you have multiple cans of tomato soup and you are stocking that soup on the shelf, you're going to scan the barcode that's on the soup label to say that this soup was moved from the packaging or the um, stocking area onto the shelf that someone would buy it from. And then when someone buys that soup, it is scanned again, and the system that is keeping track of all of the tomato soups in the store recognizes, okay, this specific can of soup has left the store. So that's the concept of a barcode, right? It's to identify 
a unique object that could be a copy of another um, n- another type in the same location. So going back to the method we're talking about, the barcodes here are tagging specific DNA sequences and telling us that that sequence came from a single drop. Now, in the method I keep talking about, DropSeq, um, the, the DNA sequences that are able to be tagged are only of one type. But the method in this paper is expanding on that and allowing us to tag or barcode multiple different types of DNA from a single drop. And the goal of doing this is to capture the genetic information of a virus. Picking up where we just left off, the goal of this method is to capture the genetic information of a virus at the same time as capturing the genes that are expressed by the host cell during infection. And what this can tell us is is there a pattern between the genes that a host cell is expressing and the genes that the virus that's infecting the host cell carries? And if we can identify that information, then maybe we can make certain predictions about what kind of virus is infecting a cell just based on detecting the um, gene expression or the proteins found in a cell that's being infected. So comparing the DropSeq method and the DartSeq method, which was the goal of the paper I'm talking about today, we see that by capturing both the host and virus information at the same time, compared to just capturing one at a time, we detect a greater variability in what's happening during an infection. And this makes sense because the more information that we have to work with, the more information we have to analyze, the more variability we are going to be able to capture. And this poses um, some interesting biological questions moving forward, such as, you know, what is the true diversity of um, viruses that are able to infect the same kind of host cell? And on the flip side of that, what is the true diversity of host cell response to infection by the same virus?